for great-looking T-shirts, hoodies, and sweatshirts. The TNT Shop is now open at tntradio.live. Stay with Abby Roberts when you have something to say. Today's News Talk, TNT. Well, hello everybody, I'm Abby Roberts and this is the Abby Roberts Show here on today's News Talk, TNT. Not yesterday's News Talk, not tomorrow's News Talk, today's News Talk. And I'm so happy uh, because it is Australia Day today. Ah, oh, the beautiful Aussies who I can see in the control room. Beautiful Murray. It's so wonderful to see his lovely face this time in the morning. I'm sure he thinks the same about me. As, as a little gift to my wonderful Australian friends, I just want to sing this to you. Waltzing Matilda, waltzing Matilda, you'll come a waltzing Matilda with me. He sang as he sat and waited till his billy boiled. You'll come a waltzing Matilda with me. So happy Australia Day, everyone. Murray's clapping, uh, so I'm sure you're all, uh, yeah, oh God, the live chats are lit up with what the hell was that? I should have sung it in an Australian accent, so it's much better, isn't it? Waltzing Matilda, waltzing Matilda. Matilda, get back in the kitchen, Sheila, and make me a fucking sandwich. <laughs> Too much? Well, it's Friday show, everyone, so it's a little bit, a mm -hmm, little bit on the naughty side. Now, uh, you can talk to me, guys. You can actually literally talk to me. You can go onto the live chat, which is, oh, it's all a buzz with Hello Abby, Good Morning, It's Friday, Oh, Happy Australia Day, la di la di da. Oh, it's going very fast today. Amazing. Uh, you can also email me, Abby Roberts at tntradio.live. You can also go, uh, that's in the website, obviously, and you can also, there's a, a an app you can find on your phone. So get your apps out for the lads. And if you haven't got apps on your phone, where have you been? It's not 1985. Um, and you can also, guess what? Go old school and you can call me, as Blondie sang. And so just get on the blowers. And if you want to call me, guys, these are the numbers to call. Thanks for listening to us. Now we want to listen to you. Our lines are open from the U.S. and Canada. Call 1-888-201-6425. From the U.K., call 033-0024-1026. And from Australia and New Zealand, call 1-800-670-310. Free speech is alive and well on today's News Talk TNT Radio. Welcome back, everybody. We've got two fantastic guests coming up. And uh, if you want to ask them a question, this is your chance. Get on the blower. You call 0330-024-1026. If you're in the UK, Australia, New Zealand, 1-800-670-310. All right, so just get on the phone. If you want to ask, this is your chance, guys. If you want to ask uh, my wonderful Drud, 670-310. All right, so just get on the phone if you want to ask this is your chance guys if you want to ask uh, my wonderful guest david fleming or alex from thinking slow questions because there's lots of questions uh are going on uh, stuff going on in the uk and the world at the moment then do call in now before uh, we get to the guests well it's uh it's time for propaganda corner everybody yes let's have a little look and see what we've got in the 
shit rags because it is remember when the news was literally in the, you looked in the paper and went oh that's interesting oh yes very interesting yes about this and there's different different opinions and wonderful very well written um you know well written written pieces and now it's all just absolute propaganda so let's have a little look at what's in the daily fail um right Richard Littlejohn in the Daily Fail, who is absolutely, oh, this he's got a face only a mother could love. Um, he said, the Ruskies are coming, Captain Manwaring. Don't panic. And it's like, right, so you're talking about the Russians starting a war and you're telling people not to panic, you absolute wankers. So we've got this is what uh, Richard Littlejohn says in the Daily. I don't know if it's the same uh, in where you are in Australia, the whole like war, you know, ramping up the war. Britain is ill prepared for war, according to the outgoing chief of the armed forces, General Sir Patrick Sanders. Sir Patrick Sanders, who talks like this, and he says, you know, we want 18 year olds to go off to war, but I'll just stay home having a sherry in my gentleman's club. <laughs> and I'll watch as young people are slaughtered. Um, anyway, if you're watching Sir Patrick, hello. Um, uh, he warns that we must build up a combined force of 500,000 full-time troops and reservists. The size of the army, now at just over 70,000, 70,000 guys. I mean, that is, honestly, Putin, if he's watching, if he's reading this, will be like, <laughs> you must be joking. Oh my god, who are these stupid Dorachki, which is Russian for idiots. That's exactly what he'll be saying. Um and uh, and backed up by civilian volunteers. Honest to God, that is uh yeah, I just I just I, I it just beggars belief. And also if you think about it, um we've got uh, you know, we've had all the woke stuff, all the like uh, you know, the army, like the trans stuff, and oh you can you can go into the army if you're a man, but you've uh, decided to become a woman and all that kind of stuff, and like what are your gender, what are your pronouns, blah blah blah. Well, you know what? The Russians or and or any other country hasn't don't give a shit. They li they literally have they haven't got time for any of that. So it's to me, it's um this is just reprehensible. And I hope there will be I hope there will be riots on the streets um, if they even dare to try and get people to join the army. Um, we've got another uh, we've got another uh, another thing in the Daily Mail about Gwyneth Paltrow, something a bit lighter than uh, than the Third World War. Gwyneth Paltrow, you know, she's got a, a website called Goop. Right, Goop. This is Gwyneth Paltrow, by the way, who recommended that women steamed their vajayjays, shall we say. <laughs> I mean, literally, she said, you can go into like the special room, you know, because that's how they talk in California, like that, you know, you go in the special room and you sit on a throne and then the steam goes up your <laughs> and it'll just, you know, like be so, it's like, who are these people? Why are you listening to these idiots? So this is, um, this is things that you can buy for Valentine's Day. You can buy his and her cuffs. What? 197 quid. 14 karat gold they fasten with a toggle <laughs> meaning you don't have to worry about mislaying the key because that's what you're fucking worried about conscious uncoupling as Gwynny described her separation from ex-husband Coldplay's Chris Martin has never been you remember they she called it uncoupled conscious uncoupling Chris Martin what a cuck that's the kind of men that we're going to have, uh, ooh, fighting the Russians, people that talk about conscious uncoupling. Great, I think we're definitely going to win. No question. Uh, the Guardian, the Grawniad, 
absolute propaganda porn, filth rag, extraordinary. I'm only laughing because it's out of it's just pure disbelief. Um, this is uh, Nicola Sturgeon, who is the uh, for people not in the UK is the uh, leader of. Um, the Scottish National Party, the Scottish Commies. Um, she's like a, she's a dwarf. She's a poison dwarf, essentially. She looks like we, you know, Jimmy Cranky. You know, the little wee Jimmy Cranky, tiny, tiny woman. Uh, and she said about Boris Johnson that he's a clown uh, because of his incompetence uh, over COVID to COVID. Well, I would say that Johnson and Sturgeon are not just clowns, they're criminals, and they should be behind bars. So if you're listening, Nicola Sturgeon, uh, watch out, because tech fucking talk. You destroyed the Scottish people with your, um, get the muck vaccines. Get the muck vaccines in your arms, everybody. I mean, Johnson's a clown. Uh, he's, well, he's worse than a clown, like I say, he's a criminal, um, and so are the rest of his family. You know, his father uh, is a basic eugenicist. Stanley Johnson's written books. He actually wants to get rid of... Uh, rid of people uh how lovely we've got um in the times the times sign of the times um this is just unbelievable for another woke story robbie alice to go on trial for kissing world cup player louis robbie alice the disgraced um former president of spanish football must face a criminal trial for kissing a member of spain's women's team after their victory over England in the World Cup final, an investigating judge has ruled. Rubialis, 46, is set to stand trial for kissing uh, Jenny Hermoso without her consent at the final in Sydney. I'm sorry, but get fucked. What? You know, like, hey, we've won the thing. We've like, hey, you see, that's up. I mean, I'm doing an Italian accent. I got to kiss you. You know, because he's Spanish, right? He's kissing her. He's celebrating. And now he's going to be on trial. That's the kind of world we live in. Absolutely mental. Do you know what, though? Women shouldn't play football. <laughs> Sorry. I stopped watching. I watch football, you know, sometimes just for the, the, the game and like the, the, the tension, but also for the men in short. Don't really, don't really, uh, don't really care if anyone knows that. NHS consultants could strike again after rejecting government pay uh, in the eye. Uh, I'm telling you what, the NHS, this country, and I'm sure same in Australia, um, they've they've killed people uh, quite literally by going, no, don't come near us because you might have the COVID and have lots of jabs in your arm and also have some midazolam and morphine and then just off your trot. And those people want a pay rise. That's like Ted Bundy saying, oh, come on, it was only like 20 women. Um, you know, give us a break and can I have a free sandwich? Off your trot, National Health Service. And there's another one in uh, the eye, uh, Sturgeon, and we'll get back to them in a minute. We'll talk about uh, Boris Criminal Johnson. Coming up next, my first guest, David Fleming. I'm Abby Roberts. This is TNT. Abroad or at home, this is your news. By staying silent, we are part of the problem. Today's News Talk Radio, TNT. Right, okay. No, welcome back. 
Hello, 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 hello. Well, it's, it's a very fast-paced show. As you can see, I'm absolutely out of breath. Honestly, I feel like I've just been going, uh, going at it with Gianluca, who's uh, just through the wall on the other side of the studio. Hello, Gianluca. Hey, va bene. It's beautiful. And uh, I'm in a very good mood, as you can tell. And we have our first guest has joined us. I could hear him chuckling away um, with his headphones on. He is the wonderful David Fleming. Hello, David. Hi, Abby. Hi. Thanks for having me here. <laughs> hey, mate. It's so nice to see you, brother. So the last time we um, we met was, uh, I think, uh, when we had dinner, didn't we, with Bob Moran at uh, after the Backyard Comedy uh, Club Extravaganza in Bethnal Green. Do you remember it was? Uh, so it was. Um, was it? Was it end of last year? Well, actually, we've met a couple of times since. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm <laughs> upset. Yeah. Oh. The last time we met was after Bob's show, his first oh. show on the Saturday night. Remember? Ah, yes, I, know I why do. You don't remember. Sorry, it, 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 it's all coming back to me now. Are you trying to say that I'd had a few drinks, David? <laughs> Sorry, yeah. my mistake, my darling. Yes, of course it was. Yes. So tell me um, oh. what uh, what has been happening. Well, tell people actually who don't know who you are um, what your journey has been the last you know last uh, couple of years. Yeah, how long have we got? <laughs> I mean, basically, well, uh, you know, <laughs> six minutes. I've got, um, <laughs> Crack on. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm an environmental health officer by profession, so that's not a very exciting job. But um, I was all down all sorts of rabbit holes before COVID came along. When, when COVID came along, I just realised, you know, I had to try and do something because before that, it was such a big thing like climate change and net zero. I didn't know what to do. But COVID, mm. there were so few people, you know doing stuff and it was quite easy to get to know people you know like toby young and francis Hoare at, at that sort of time and i set up a thing called covid 19 assembly and we did a few projects like the deaths audit with claire craig and we did the whistleblowing thing and that yielded our first case was the dr sam white case if you remember that yes and I then and, and then through that i was lucky enough to get a very wealthy guy to to put money up for some legal actions so i got the backing for three cases, the one against the one against the MHRA's uh, approval of the vaccine for kids, so to try and stop mm -hmm. kid vaccines. Another was um, the stop coerced, um, like stop vaccine mandates, basically. And both of those were with Steve Jackson, was the the legal guy behind it, and um, the Welsh, the, the Welsh, the Welsh lawyer, yeah, yeah, Steve. yeah, yeah. And Francis Hall was the barrister. But so that was that. And that sort of got me in the room at the time when Alan Miller tried to see what everybody could do, you know, as a group. And um, so mm -hmm. I put forward, I got onto the steering committee and put forward the idea that we could call it together because everybody was working together or so I thought. And, um, <laughs> and I, yes. yeah, I, I put forward a pitch to the steering committee about let's have a declaration sort of like the great barrington declaration only one step further you know because that was a bit sort of you know one, weak one aspect of yeah. yeah and um designed the logo everything about it and said what the website would be like and the, the steering committee said yeah let's do that because before that alan miller's idea was that we would just all send the same tweet out on a friday you know whereas i mm. i thought we'd do it a bit more uh, organized and um mm. and so that's how together was formed and the, the rich person who gave me a bit of money, not gave me, put the money up for the court case, gave me a little bit of money, and I ended up spending all of that setting up together. So you know all those placards with 
no vaccine passports and the together t-shirts and all yeah, that yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. The black, the black with the white, the really good, yeah. yeah. So I, I did all that stuff. And then, yeah. um, you know, to cut a long story short, I became persona non grata very quickly because mm -hmm. I wasn't happy with some stuff. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, <laughs> some I mean, stuff, I, I he says nervously. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, um, I decided to leave Sharpish and... Um, mm -hmm. And that was that. But the, the vaccine mandate, no stop coerced vaccines, legal uh, judicial review that I found the money for, um, was mm. thrown out in November 21. And yeah. basically Stephen Jackson went back to, together in January with the court case because, you know, these it's like tons of boxes of stuff. So I, I, that case was sort of put together with the money that I'd found. And then so he went to together with it. And together rebranded it and stuck, you know, together against band-aids and um, put the case yeah. forward, launched it on a Thursday with a crowdfunder. And on the right. Friday, Savage Avid told the House of Commons that, coincidentally, that the, the mandates for NHS workers was uh, disproportionate. And that was basically the beginning of the end for mandates and COVID, basically, because the, 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 the curtain had been pulled back. But obviously, yeah. together, decided that, it was completely because of them that that mm -hmm. had happened, and so they went out and had a big party that night. Um, oh, was, so, it, some, was, it, was it was it a swanky restaurant that uh, ordinary people weren't in, weren't involved in? I've only seen the pictures, but you know, the, yeah. that's yeah, the sort yeah. of thing you like to, like to uh, uh, mention. But that, that's ter that's terrible, David. I mean, I, I I'm hearing for your voice, and we have talked about this, obviously, um, off off air as well. Um, it it just uh, a, a classic case of um, somebody being sort of yeah sort of put pushed out you know because they're inconvenient and it's actually mostly usually the people with the with the good ideas essentially who were kind of like we'll take over now thank you very much so i'm sorry to hear that david I mean, i've said this to you haven't i personally before but it's um bad not good yeah well you know i'm i'm a big boy so you know i can i can cope mm. with it but the thing is it, it's a good that's, example that's brightened of... up that's brightened up my friday <laughs> Car it's, carry a, it's on. a good example yeah it's a good example of um <laughs> How you know even even when you're working on a you know big issue like this, you still have to watch out for you know people who might you know cause trouble. <laughs> um, yes, but indeed. Yeah. But yeah. you know, um, and da David, we're going to just take, take a little short break. I'll be back with you, so we'll carry on the story. Back with David after a short break. Don't go anywhere, or I'll set you up on a blind date with Bill Gates. I'm Abby Roberts. <laughs> this is TNT. TNT's Steve Malzberg. If a president could be prosecuted for things he did, which he believed and was advised by his lawyers, what, what was was the duty of the president to do, and then after the fact, after he's president, he could be prosecuted. The example has come up today many times. Well, when Joe Biden leaves office, he could be prosecuted for not securing the border. Barack Obama um, okayed drone strikes against American citizens overseas. He could be prosecuted for murder. I mean, this opens up a whole can of worms. Um, Pandora's box, I think, is the term that, uh, that Trump used. Steve Malzberg on today's News Talk TNT.
The light is Britain's far-right conspiracy theory paper spreading hate and vicious lies. No, that's what the BBC say. The Light is the only national newspaper bringing you the real news and informed opinion on what's really going on today. You can subscribe, order copies, submit articles and read back issues on our website, thelightpaper.co.uk and see for yourself why the establishment are so worried about the uncensored truth getting out to people every month. The Light Paper. Not for right, just right so far. thelightpaper.co.uk For lovers of truth, liberty, free speech, and the pursuit of justice. Abby Roberts on today's News Talk TNT. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. And I'm still got my wonderful guest, David Fleming, uh, with me. David, we were talking about uh, the formation of Together and your role in it, your early role in it, and the fact that it was a bit of a, shall we say, a coup uh, kind of took place, uh, which is, of course, favoured by communists. Um, <laughs> any communists or ex-communists who uh, start organisations, I'm being very careful here, as you can tell. Um, uh, I might have to put the word allegedly in at some stage. Um, but David, tell me where, because didn't you, um, so what are your ideas for where we go next? Because I know you've got a political, you started another thing, didn't you? Tell us about that. Well, I started a thing called Not Our Future at the end of 22. Um, and the first thing we did was when Oxfordshire Council announced they were going to zone Oxford into, you know, traffic areas. Um, and that was essentially the beginning of 15 minute cities. We decided to leaflet every home in Oxford City in one day with the truth mm. about, you know, 15-minute cities, which we did, and that was a great success. And driving home, I mean, it was a complete success. We literally did it. Uh, 400 people turned up on the day to deliver the leaflets, and Rice said Fred were there, and it was all great fun. But mm. I was actually really disheartened driving home because that was one issue in one town on one day, and I mm. thought, you know, it cost, like, three thousand pounds about to do that and load of effort and everything and i thought we need to be doing this every day on every issue in every town you know and so i thought we have to go for the sort of the belly of the beast like the, the whole instead of fighting issues we have to get just get rid of all our politicians you know and just mm -hmm. so since then from then on i've just been 100 percent on um trying to do a, some sort of political thing which you know basically is the independent alliance and basically we want to get 650 independent MPs, I mean, ideal scenario, all independent councillors, independent mayors, everybody independent, get rid of everybody mm. and um, and start afresh. Um, sort of within the framework, I know, I mean, people say, oh, you can't vote your way out of this, but at the moment we only have either voting somehow or mm. revolution and, you know, revolutions don't always end very well for anybody. Um, no. It just basically changes the regime. So, so I'm, so, just trying to work around that. I mean, I've got all sorts of plans on me, but you know, you just ask me questions or talk about it. But the, the, the trouble is, you know, we have to do something urgently. I mean, I, I know you've had yeah. guests on recently and everybody's talking about all these big things that are coming up, like disease yeah. X, World War III, <laughs> you know, the WHO and cli yeah. climate, you know, WHO yeah. calling climate a health issue and be locked down forever. So there's so much happening, it's crazy, isn't it? And um, yes. we have to do something drastic. But we, the, we do, the other David. thing is, yeah, okay, you talk. And I, I just wanted to ask you, so where can people um, find this uh, independent alliance? I, I want people to know where they can go because very often people are watching a show like this and they're like, this guy's great. I love the, the cut of his jib, but where do I, what, you know, where, how do I get involved? 
Well, very simply, just go to debtindependentalliance.org uh, yeah. and you'll find it. And you, everything's there. I mean, there's tons of info on it. And, you know, it's uh, I've just put the whole plan. And, um, mm. you know, it's a little bit different. I mean, basically, the idea is that independent candidates sign up to it and, you know, we go from there. But it's uh, it's the whole point is to get a grassroots campaign going in every constituency but the whole, the, the big thing is that we build on something. So we we make something that we can build on in the future because what we did over the last four years sort of all disappeared on October 7th, sort of, you know, to, you know, in a way. Um, and we've not to show for it. It's like, you know, you build a sandcastle and the next morning the tide has come in and your, your castle's gone. We need to build something yeah. solid and then whatever happens, we can build on it again, make it bigger and bigger and grow and grow because, uh, yes. We need to do something proper, have our own narrative, have our own structure in place and just go from there. Um, yes. And do you believe, um, I mean, I said a while ago, I remember being uh, rob a bit sort of poo-pooed. Uh, this is quite a while back where I said we may have to have a parallel um, society in some way, you know, like uh, in the catacombs, you know, when Stalin was in power, the church, you know, the, the, the Orthodox Church, I mean, the real, you know, not, not the, the Orthodox Church who were basically hand in glove with Stalin, but the other guys, you know, the, the, like you say, the grassroots Christians were, were doing everything kind of under the, they were still living a life and, and, and exchanging goods and, and all the rest of it and, and praying, but it was definitely under this, under the radar. What are your thoughts about that having a parallel? Well, absolutely. That's what I want to build. Um, so basically, mm. the idea is that it's not just independent alliance for politics. It's independent alliance for everything. So independent food producers, independent educators, independent health. So, And then people discover, so somebody might get involved because of the food aspect, and, and then they discover the politic bit and say, oh, yeah, I'll vote for them. You know, so and meanwhile, we're building something. We're building networks locally. And it's sort of a, a, a network effect because people hear about it in one town and they, and, and they start it up in another town. And um, But these things can work parallel to the current systems and just grow and grow. And we don't have to rely. We don't have to you know, appeal to authority to say, oh, go on, let us do this. We just go yeah. ahead and do it. I know lots of people are already sort of doing this here and there, but we, I want to try and make it turn into a big thing, a national thing that can't be ignored. And that's the main yes. thing. And, and it becomes yeah. normal. People say... Oh, that's normal, not not screwball, you know. And, uh, and we go yes. from there. And why do you why do you think it is, David? I mean, I because I you know I um, as I've. We've talked about before. I, I've lived in Russia. Uh, I speak Russian. I've met uh, people that lived under that under the Soviet regime, uh, including under Stalin, um, and follow it and, and all the subsequent uh, leaders. Um, what what is it? Do you think about uh, people that um, have made them forget? that that's what's happened previously it's it's extraordinary to me that people go yeah let's just let the government control what we do what what when when did that start happening well yeah i mean you know it's 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 like a salami slicing and that was used as a, to explain that sort of thing um mm. i mean the humanity certainly in the west has been sort of you know di divided and like desiccated it's it's like you know it, it hardly exists they've been chipping away at us splitting us into little bits and then when you know there's no communities no families and then we just look to authority we just look to the government to help provide for us and they create the fear and mm -hmm. and then and then they're the erasing history changing things and so before you know it people they don't know the history i mean you know i use people i know as an example and you know just don't know much at all you know they they, they, they yeah. just think that the current you know the current 
system. You know, it, it's that thing like, oh yeah, bad things happened in the past, but they won't they won't happen again. You know, like you know, yes. you know why would the government lie? You know, <laughs> do you want to yeah. list? Um, but yeah, yeah so you know. Yeah, so we so we go back to basically people uh, and even educated people, the likes of Douglas Murray and Toby Young, who you mentioned, they seem to have uh, even with their Oxbridge education seem to have forgotten history as well. Um, so, but David, um, it's been absolutely uh, wonderful to have you on. Will you come back and talk more about independent uh, the the alliance? Yeah, absolutely, definitely. Yeah. yeah. I would, I would absolutely love that. It's, it's, it's uh, been a great pleasure speaking to you. So um, we are now going to go to a little... Oh, no, we're not going to go to a break. I'm going to be looking at this. Oh, no, can we just go to live chat, actually? So I'm being told a million different things here because, you know, I'm just the talent. What do I matter? Right. Um, oh, we've got here... Uh, that's what happened. Oh, let me just have a quick look um, <laughs> about... Oh, yes, people saying Independent Alliance. Yes, they're on to it. Uh, uh, they'll be looking at the website. Um, we've got a wish the cabal would hurry up with Project Blue. Project Blue. So many bloody projects. Good grief. Um, we've got oh Charlotte the Baroness of Burnley's in there talking about Kevin Klein, the actor. Um, I don't know what that's in uh, reference to. Um, oh, uh, people about about well-known people being replaced. What do we think about that? I'd like to hear actually in your phone calls uh, when you call me. What do you think about this? Is Biden real? Is it is is he a real person? Um, I don't know. Those are the rabbit holes. I kind of think to myself, I haven't got enough time. I, I haven't got enough time to go down that rabbit hole. Um, so let's have, oh, st yes, Sajid Javid, who David Fleming mentioned, stab it, stab it, jab it. <laughs> so we are, oh, it's all happening. It's Friday. We're going to go to my second guest. It's Alex Creel, thinking slow. Hello, mate. How are you doing? Oh, it's, 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 a, roller it's a roller coaster, Alex. Honest to God. Um, as you've probably seen. Um, so t how are you, first of all? Yeah, very well, very well indeed. Yes. And um, we are, well, the, the news that broke yesterday, well, sort of broke on Twitter, let's get to this bit first, is um, Bridgen and a comment, a tweet, I mean, I've got to be a bit careful, so I have this guy here, lawyers going ding, 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 um, about uh, his wife's tweet talking about possible criminal activities. What, what what are your what are your thoughts on that first of all yeah i saw it i i try not to jump in too much uh in the in the heat of the moment because you never know as you said and you can and you get the wrong conclusion yeah. i mean i'm just thinking at this stage it's it's some kind of domestic quarrel that's kind of spilled out onto the internet mm. um and i i you know it's, i think it's just speculation to guess more than that um i mean you know from background, I don't trust Andrew Bridgen based on his history. So, mm. you know, if something else was to happen, uh, I wouldn't be that surprised because it would be in line with his, you know, all of those issues that have been documented in his court case and his suspension from Parliament. Yes, yes, indeed. And tell, um, before we go back to that, because I just thought I'd, uh, I'd, I'd highlight that, because it's very interesting. Twitter kind of went alight with, what is this? This is kind of, because it's very public as well. Um, his wife, who was backing him, writing her, was it Westminster Wives, was her book, yeah. um, when, uh, when, it, when, it, when the shit hit the fan and Bridgen uh, was booted out of the Conservative Party, even though he wanted to stay in it. But let's, um, I want to talk to you, Alex, about thinking, about the whole, about your whole Thinking Slow project. When did that start? When did the whole thinking slow thing kick off? 
Uh, it started um, somewhere about March 2020, and it really started based on an understanding that the imperial model was was not correct. And I contacted offline quite a few epidemiologists and asked them, like, and I actually spoke to Professor Bakhti also back in the day, you know, this mm. is wrong, this model, it just, there's so many things about it that can't be right. And they essentially said, well, we know that, but nobody is going to is gonna take a stand and uh, say this is wrong. Uh, they're happy to talk about it offline, but nobody wanted to stick their head above the parapet. So I mm -hmm. just started, I mean, the pinned tweet you can see there is something saying the infection fatality ratio in this model is completely wrong. And, you know, as, as it happens years later, that's now acknowledged. Um, and that, that's how I got into it. And now I've built a little sort of organization. We've got somewhere about 14 volunteers, of whom about seven are active. And we're just trying to figure a way around this whole situation. You know, how do yes. we work through the lies? How do we organize ourselves? All of that. Yes. And tell, uh, tell people, I mean, we'll remind people at the at the end of our chat and um, where people can find you and how they can donate and get involved. Because people always forget that part. Where do they go? Yeah, it's thinkingcoalition.org uh, is the main website, and you can go from there. There's a Patreon link. Uh, it's Patreon backslash Thinking Slow, and there's a Buy Me a Coffee for the people that don't want to sign up to monthly uh, debits, which is fair enough. So that, yes, it's all yes. through thinkingcoalition.org. Thinkingcoalition.org, and with the um. I say a thing that's been I, I, been circling around my head uh, mainly in the middle of the night because I knew I'd be I'd be talking. Oh, by the way, Kathy Crumpt, your biggest fan, says hello. Um, she she tried to barge away into the studio and I had to shove her out because she calls you thinking woman's crumpet. Kathy, I've said leave. Sorry, she's trying to get in. Anyway, um, back to the back to the question. Um, do how useful are models and graphs when we're talking about morals and ethics regarding the last yeah, that four years? That's a, that's a great question. And uh, I, I also have made some mistakes on this because you start talking about efficacy and ratios and someone says, well, hang on a minute. It's unethical to require a care home worker to have this forced mRNA injection. And, and you can lose, you know, you can lose that line that you start going into sort of uh, questions of utility and maths and ratios, whereas it really it's a question of ethics and, uh, I think you're right to say that those are two different things and we can easily f lose sight of just the ethical consideration on its own. That's all you need. You don't need all the maths and everything else. Yes. And it took it took me quite a while to work. My, I mean, you know, before my arrest in last June, um, it, it, I just literally coalesced all my thoughts into um, this is an ethical thing. It, it's the coercion that's the crime. If you, if you, know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I mean, what's in it? in the vaccines is another matter, um, the mRNA or what, whatever other um, things they have, but it's the actual way that they were foisted on people um, is, is where the, you know, if I was a barrister, I'd be, I'd be focusing on that, you know, that, that yeah, element 100%, of it. 100%. I, as I said, I lose sight of it as well. Sometimes when you get into these utilitarian ideas, you know, does this work, doesn't it? What's the ratio? That's an irrelevant question when it comes down to ethics, really. Yes, yeah. And what do you think our um, what do you think our way out of it is? If you, I mean, if you were going to sort of, if you were going to have, I know, so we haven't really got. We we need another hour to chat through this. But what what are your yeah. thoughts going forward? 
Well, I think uh, I, I spoke to Dr. Mike Eden yesterday as well, and and his the you know I'm picking up some of his ideas, which is you have to try and opt out of the system where you can, and of course, you know the whole idea of the system is you're forced into it. You know, you've got your mortgage, you're locked into it, you've got your children at school, you can't just say, okay, I'm opting out of this. So, it's, but I think you can do something small to try and opt out of it. I think it's now a question of almost like a grassroots organization setting up in parallel to the main system if the main system is as bad as we think it is you know we have to somehow find small ways even of opting out of it so you know all kinds of associations that we can do on a grassroots level completely independent of what the system is doing yeah. And uh, I'm going to be back with you in a minute, Alex. We're going to be talking about uh, the, the traitors in our midst. Hang on a second. We'll be back in a, in a short a short while. Don't go anywhere or I'll come round and sit on your face. I'm Happy Roberts. This is TNT. see it coming. It's pre-diabetes, and it captures one in three adults. You may not even know you have it, but you can escape. Take the one-minute pre-diabetes risk test to know where you stand. With early diagnosis, you can change the outcome and prevent or delay type 2 diabetes. Be your own hero on smartphones everywhere at doihaveprediabetes.org. We all know what it's like to feel alone. But it just takes one new connection. Wanna get out of here? To empower many. This is unbelievable. It doesn't take a superhero to bring forces together. We all have the power to reach out. Let's go! And help someone feel like they belong. Pretty cool, huh? We are stronger together. Pour yourself a drink and grab some nibbles. Hey! Uh, I said nibbles, not nipples. What the heck's wrong with you? You're with Abby Roberts on today's News Talk TNT. Welcome back, and I'm still here with my wonderful guest, Alex Creel from Thinking Slow. Alex, we've been talking about solutions, uh, what the hell to do next, but I would like to delve in to uh, the people that have got involved with, uh, the, you know, the, the wearing the heroes' capes. Should we start? Let's start. Come on, because we've got we've got a, you know a while to to chat. Let's start with uh, I call them the unholy trinity: Malhotra, Campbell, and Bridgen. I wrote about them about a year and a half ago. Um, you know, uh, 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 saying that what the hell? I mean, I basically called Malhotra. You know, my my rhyming my um I I use the c word a lot, uh, and you know my great wall of I call them Jeremy's. You know, Jeremy Hunts. Yeah. My great wall of Jeremy's. Yeah. I called Malhotra a lying Jeremy in front of 800 people uh, about a year ago when he was talking about how he'd, you know, basically saying, oh, look, I've I've discovered that big pharma uh, are all lying shills, even though he'd been backing them for, <laughs> even though he'd been involved with them for 20 years. Um, what are your thoughts on the people that are leading this, you know, the, 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 well, the three of those people? 
Yeah, it's uh, the penny kind of drops to when I talk to people and I say, you, you realize that every single one of the approved dissidents actually pushed the vaccine. And not one person who opposed it from the beginning, like a Yidin or a Bakhti, is anywhere to be seen. The only people you see push the vaccine. Do you understand that's not by accident? And people stop and think for a minute and go, yeah, that is kind of odd. And and that's the tell. It's these guys all push the vaccine. And, you know, to varying degrees, I mean, Bridgen forced people to get the vaccine in the UK in the mm. care home sector. I mean, that's the ultimate coercion. And yeah. then, of course, uh, Campbell made millions pushing the vaccine. He he basically glossed over all of the gaps, all of the adverse reactions until well into the vaccination program. And a lot of them flipped. You know, once someone flips beyond about November 2021, it becomes kind of irrelevant because at that stage, everyone's had their second dose. So to come out in November 21, or even these guys are coming out in 22, 23 mm. and saying, hey, this vaccine's not that good. I mean, it's totally useless at that stage. So those yep. three, exact same three people are on my list as well, that, that they pushed it, they either made money from it, uh, or their stories about uh, waking up years down the line just don't make sense. And and I, th I think someone said, you know, even if they do make sense, you're still left with the fact that they were wrong. So mm. the best you can say about them is they were completely wrong. So, so why listen to them even just on that basis? That's that's the question. Yes, exactly. Agreed. And um, thanks to you, actually, uh, with Cam see, I wasn't really aware of Campbell um, until I mean, I, I was sort of a lot of people had said, "Oh, yeah, I watched his videos," and I was like, "Oh God," I watched his YouTube, and then obviously with the advice about you know have this, you know, you know, with his like turn to camera and his little underlining things, it's quite sinister. But thanks to you um, finding out that he had made um, is it over sort of nearly a million quid or, uh, on his YouTube channel over um, a million. Over yeah. a million, yeah. yeah. Over the whole yeah. the time, exactly as you said, where there would have been people watching, people probably what maybe watching now, who went, oh, this guy, nurse, doctor, doctor, nurse, whatever, Campbell, um, is oh, he he seems quite credible. You know, we might we might we might listen to him. Um, so thanks to you, yeah, that was that was a real sort of what is an eye opener, and um, and then the Malhotra thing, I just couldn't get over the fact that he was still. I tell you what, the, the, with me is it's it's the it's when uh, Bridgen and uh, when the three of them, Malhotra, Bridgen, Campbell, they talk about what I call the COVID um, from twenty twelve. They, they're all still using language um, that people who are have benefited from the regime use. They're all they still in the. Been, uh, they all of them have benefited. If you look at where they are now, essentially, uh, mm. to where they were, they've they've come out pretty okay uh, on, on this uh, whole whole fiasco. Mm. Uh, and um, you know, the other one with Malhotra is that he he flipped his story because he brought his father's death into this as the trigger that made him wake up. But actually, if you look at what he first said about his father's death, he clearly said it was because of uh, a shortage of ambulances. He never mentioned any vaccine. So that again, he then's changing the story again, you know, again another year after he after his first story. So that's mm. another reason to like have question marks what, what he's really up to.
Yeah, that's a really good point, actually. And uh, let's get on to uh, Bridgen, our famous, because, I mean, I think you and I have both lost, uh, well, friends or, uh, you know, people that go, how dare... I mean, honestly, the people <laughs> that have said, how dare you? How dare you talk about Bridgen? He's a hero. He's standing up for the people. You know, when you had people like uh, Charles Walker, I mean, way back, I mean, even though these Tories are, I think of them as also um, cowards, because they, they're nowhere to be seen anymore. But, you know, and the he never mentions, does he, people like Sukhrit Bhakti or Tom Binder, like you said, they, he never mentions these people who were there way, way ahead, raising yeah. the alarm. Yeah, no, and uh, as I said, that's the tell. You never, you know, the system never lets you see real dissidents who I think, you know, they don't want to see people who are well known, who they know stand on their principles and are pretty intelligent. Those, so mm -hmm. I would call Binder, Bakhti, uh, Yade and all of those guys obviously stand on their principles and they're mm. smart enough to work out what's going on. The system doesn't want them being well known. Therefore, they have much more flexible people who, you know, what's to say these guys aren't going to get it all wrong again next time around? You know, that's mm. that's who they want being famous. That's why they are famous. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good point. Is like um, if somebody came, you, you hired a builder, you know, to sort of do the foundations of your house. <laughs> Basically, there weren't any foundations, and you kind of went, "I know, I'll use those people to to, to do the next house." Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It's it's, it's yeah. sort of it's sort of it's 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 incompetence on just a, such an enormous scale that you just think, well, um, but it's also, but it's not just a house, is it? It's people's lives. It's people who have lost yeah. their limbs and died from this thing. Yeah, I mean, uh, um, I, I think we've all struggled in some way or another, but the sort of saving grace for me is knowing that I've got a lot of emails saying thanks to the interviews you did with Bhakti and whatever else. Mm. Way back in 21 when this started, they did not get this mRNA jab. So, mm. yeah, and as you said on the flip side, Campbell, how many people did he persuade with 300,000 viewers per video to get mm. this thing? How could you actually live with that you know i'm i'm glad yes. i don't have to yes exactly and and yes thanks to you for for uh, talking to bakti and uh, you know early, early on yeah all these i mean i want people yeah to get bridgen and campbell and malhotra kind of in the background and then raise these people other people up like yourself and um Yedin and uh, yeah who just yeah who are who, who are honorable you know they're they're uh, they're not they're not ch well you know my phrase is ch they don't chase baubles bauble chasers is what I call them yeah. people that go see the little yeah. glimmer of the bauble and go mm, what's that you know um, I have actually got someone on the line oh no we're not going to have a we're not going to have a question from somebody we're going to keep sorry I've got so many things in front of me um, at the moment um, so are we going to go to a little uh, are we going to go to no we're going to carry on talking okay um, so um, just to ask then. Um, yeah, sorry, I was kind of slightly thrown. I was slightly thrown by somebody typing literally in my eye line. Um, so, Alex, what's um, what's what's coming up next then? <laughs> We're thinking slow. Uh, what's yeah, the, what's um, the? I think it's more work. Like you were asking at the beginning, you know, what's the way forward? Um, trying to sort of how how can you opt out of the system? Because we think the system is going to get more coercive. There's every sign they're going to keep pushing uh, mm. against freedom of speech, for example, and they're going to keep sort of oppressing citizens. So we're just trying to get ready for that. You know, how do you deal with a, you know, for example, a policeman at your door saying you've tweeted this and, you know, mm. how do you deal with a situation like that? Uh, and also medicine, I think people are obviously now much less uh, trusting of uh, big pharma medicine. And they, and I think there's going to be 
a lot more interest in how do I sort of fix myself without the intervention of expensive pharmaceuticals. So we're trying to do a little bit of work on those lines. But also yes. we're doing the big, the big picture, the strategy. What do these globalists really want? And I think a lot of what they're doing is quasi-religious. It's not, it doesn't make sense from a logical point of view. And mm -hmm. I think there's some kind of weird belief system that they have. And I'm I'm trying to speak about that. What do I think these guys mm -hmm. actually want? Because that that's kind of weird. And once you understand it, then the things that don't seem to make sense make a bit more sense because they're they're operating this sort of quasi-religion, essentially. Yes. Thank you so much, Alex. Please, will you come back and we'll, we'll have more time and I won't be distracted by lots of things going on in my eye line. God bless you, Alex. Thank you so much for everything you do. And I'll speak to you very soon. Thanks. Okay. Thanks, Thanks mate. Okay. Bye. Let's have those phone numbers, please. Thanks for listening to us. Now we want to listen to you. Our lines are open from the U.S. and Canada. Call one 888 201-6425. From the UK, call 033-0024-1026. And from Australia and New Zealand, call 1-800-670-310. Free speech is alive and well on today's News Talk TNT Radio. Hello, we have got Siv, I believe, on the line. Yes, you do, and happy Friday to everybody. Uh, Happy Australia that. Day, buddy. By the way, oh, I should, I should. Uh, this is what prompted me to ring. Um, well done with your version of an Australian accent. It sounds like a cross between uh, Bob the Builder and somebody from On the Buses. It's really good. It's uh, well done. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Yes. What, you mean Olive? Olive from On the Buses? You cheeky bastard. Yes, I, I think that's I think that's right. Yes, yes, I think that's what you sound like. Can I just? I know I I I haven't got time to to go on, so I'll, I'll do my very best uh, to make mm. this work. But I just want to first of all to that person on the chat. Thank you. I think it was last uh, or yesterday. They you were advertising an event, and somebody said, uh, "Why don't you invite uh, Sivathong to that?" Well, that would be great uh, if I could get myself to the UK. The trouble is, I. I'm not in Aladdin's cave and I don't have a magic carpet, so I can't be there in two hours. I'm sorry. But I, oh, that's my... a very kind thought. <laughs> oh, bless you, Siv. You know, I think of you as the milk tray man. Remember those old adverts <laughs> where the man swung in through the, the windows and put a box of chocolates and then pissed off again? That's, that's, kind of, that's how I see you, Siv. <laughs> well, yes. Uh, before I do that, um, uh, can I just say quickly uh, good morning to everybody over there in the UK. Hello to you if you are stuck on a tube next to somebody who smells like something they've eaten the night before. That's You don't want that. I feel for you, and, uh, you know, you might have to just lend them your uh, favourite deodorant. Maybe a deodorant that smells like cinnamon donuts. That might work. But I'll talk to you on Monday. I can't wait. Have a great weekend, everyone. Bless you, Siv. Love you, mate. Now, next up, we have a very special call, I believe, from uh, the United States of America. Um, President Trump, are you there? Is that you, Abby? I'm totally <laughs> here. I'm totally honored to be on your show. On TNT Radio, you're doing such a great job. It really is. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't help. I just had to call in to tell you these things. It's a beautiful thing what you're doing. You've done such a great job. Everybody, I think everybody loves you. A lot of people have been seeing it. How are you? Oh, Donald. Can I, can I call you Donald? I'm, you can call me whatever you like. 
You can call me Sir, you can call me Mr. President, you can call me Donald. I don't mind. It's entirely up to you. Oh, it's honestly, it's, it's such a, it's a, it's a real honour um, for you to, to ring. Um, how, how's uh, the election campaign going? We're, we're doing so well. We're winning so bigly. We're travelling up and down the country. We're making a lot of big moves. We're doing so well. We're going to win. And we're going to do, we're doing a good job. That's all I can say, really. Keep on voting, people. We're going to win. And how's, uh, how's Melania? Is she well? Well, you do, she's doing super great. I mean, I don't know what she says a lot of the time because she's kind of foreign, so I'm not 100% sure what she's saying. But, it, but it's a beautiful thing. I'm pretty sure it is. And you're doing such a and, fantastic job, Abby. Sorry, carry on. Bless, bless you. Have you built that? Are you going to build that wall? Are you building the wall or...? Well, I know you're you're probably the expert at building walls. I've heard all about your walls. You know, I don't know. It's a, it, it's a beautiful thing what you did. It really is. It's incredible. Wait, uh, I don't want to. Are you talking hard, about my great? Are you talking about my you know, great wall of? Um, like it all the time. <laughs> you're well, talking about my great like wall of Jeremy's. That's the one. I like it. It's a beautiful yes. thing. Yes. Totally is. Yes. Oh, wonderful. You know, we're, we're, it's, we've been totally, we're, we're totally, we've been loving what you've been doing. Your guests have been so good. Beautiful guests. You had a beautiful young lady on yesterday. Mary A.M. So, so beautiful. A beautiful young lady. And so smart. You know, we're taking it back with what she had to say. And, you know, we totally love what she's doing with the hat. I think what she's trying to do is she's trying to make the hat great again. I don't know. What do you think, Abby? I think she is. I love that. And of course, um, and a Russian hat as well. Um, and uh, do you think I'm making uh, radio? Do you think I'm making radio great again? You totally are. You're making the radio. You're making the radio so great again. Everybody's tuning in from all over the world. You've got the UK. You've got America, best country in the world. Canada, Australia, New Zealand, DNT Radio. It's the best. What can I say? It's totally, it's the best thing ever. We're always in Mar-a-Lago. We're always in every day. You're in Mar-a. You're in Mar-a-Lago. Oh, bless you. I can't see where I am just now. It's a secret location. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> oh, bless you, my friend. Well, um, if you ever come to uh, the UK, will you look me up, President Trump? Definitely, absolutely, one hundred percent. You know, we can. We'll have a night together. You know, if you know what I mean. I can't wait. <laughs> oh, I can't well, wait for that. Oh, President well, Trump, sorry, it's been an absolute, it's been an absolute uh, uh, pleasure to to uh, to speak to you. And and uh, I really, uh, what do you think your chances of winning are? Are you going to win? Of course, we're totally going to win. We're, we're winning so bigly right now. Just everybody, keep tuned. Watch it. We're going to do it. We've got ten months. We're going to do so much. It's going to be incredible. Really is so incredible. But we're all watching you Fan too, Abby. We're watching your progress. You're doing a great job. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I never thought I'd have the endorsement of uh, President Trump. Uh, so God bless you and God bless the United States of America. And thank you so much for calling yes. President Trump. I'll speak to you God soon. Bless every single one of you. Thank you so much, Abby. Thank you so much. God bless you. Thank you for going. Well, that was uh, 
That was President Trump, you know, as as you do, just calling in. Oh, absolutely incredible. Um, yes, I mean, uncannily so accurate. It's actually more accurate than the than than President Trump. Um, so somebody's put so bigly, lol, uh, loving the Trump. Warp speed Trump keeps going slightly more. <laughs> Marlon Brando in The Godfather. That's the best. No, that's definitely, it was definitely Trump. No question. Um, <laughs> oh, somebody's put, I suspected early on that the scumbag politician creeps would come out with the it wasn't compulsory bullshit. Yeah, about the about the vaccines. Miri AM, which is what uh, President Trump uh, called uh, Miri AF. Um, it's, and someone's putting, they love it. It's, it's, a totally, it's a totally beautiful thing. Ah, wonderful. Oh, my God, we're nearly at the end of the show, guys. We're nearly at the end of the show. We've got about 60 seconds left. I've been told we're counting down. It's Australia Day. Aussies, can I just say, Australia, I bloody love you. Thank you, for, uh, everyone, Shiv, for calling in. Thanks to Murray and the crew. God damn it, I love you all. Thanks so much for joining me, Abby Roberts, on TNT. Next up, it's Open Line with Rick Munn and Natalie Cheel. I'll be back on Monday. So join me, have a great weekend, you saucy beggars. Be seeing you.